0: when your world is falling apart and you don't quite know who you are well maybe that was by design because everything is fine everything is fine it's fine and dandy
1: it's time for me to let go of this heartache and see the world what?
2: Oh. Ashley, you nearly gave me a heart attack.
3: Hey, what's up? You do know the front of the beauty is a giant plate-glass window, right? Yes. You were dancing. So? The whole town could see you. Ah. I saw Mrs. Kinders walking towards the mayor's office, clutching her chest
2: and faking a heart attack. Great. Just what I need, a city ordinance where you can't dance in any store premises unless it's the dance hall, community center, or church fellowship hall. What are you doing here so early?
3: Actually, I'm late.
2: Wow, it's already that late? What happened to my afternoon? Um, cleaning, I guess? Yeah, doesn't it look good? Uh... Well... I was just making sure you had work to do. No appointments on the books today. Tracy! What? Tracy! <laughs> oh, jeez. Can you people stop trying to scare the living daylights out of me?
4: You're alright.
2: Yes, I'm alright. Why wouldn't I be? Tracy! <clears throat> okay, that's it. Next person who comes through that door yelling my name is going to get a piece of my mind. Does someone want to explain what the hell is going on here?
5: Well, I was down at the mayor's office, helping her pick a scent for her office and- Mrs. Kinders came in all in
4: a tizzy. It took me a moment to calm her down. She said you
5: were- Having some kind of epileptic fit down here in the beauty. Of course, I took off right away. I
4: called dispatch for an ambulance and then came right here. I was worried worried about about you. you. I I was was worried worried first.
2: first. (sighs) Well, that was sweet of you, both of you. But as you can see, I am fine. I was just dancing, and you know how Mrs. Kinders' views are on dancing. Now, Jed, could you cancel that ambulance? I'm obviously not a native one.
4: You can't be too careful.
2: Cancel the ambulance now, or you're going to need it.
4: Glad to see you're okay.
2: Honestly, I expected more of you, Paul. You should know by now, Mrs. Kinders is prone to hyperbole.
5: I'll keep that in mind next time.
4: Cancel the ambulance. Thank you. Are you... Redecorating?
2: I was. cleaning.
4: Oh, I can. see that?
3: Uh, she wanted to make sure I had something to do this afternoon for my
2: shift. Yeah. Okay, you all need to get out of here so Ashley and I can
5: work. I'll be just across the street if you need me.
4: I already asked Betty to auto forward any 911 calls from the beauty straight to me. Better than speed dial.
2: Jed, I already have you on speed dial. If I need you, I'll call. Now both of you. Shoo.
4: She has me on speed dial. Well, she can see
5: me from her window.
4: You... Nope. I... Realize... I heard it. ...how creepy that sounded. Shut
5: up. I, I gotta go.
2: Ugh. Please. I know. Now, you and I have some work to do. So, why were you late? Ugh,
3: I was hoping you were going to forget that detail.
2: Sorry. Perfect memory. Now, Spill, was it a boy? Homework? Family issues? Sprained ankle?
3: No, none of that. I got cast in the school play and we had our first rehearsal this afternoon. Oh, that's wonderful. What play? I... can't say.
2: Mmm, my advice? Learn the name of the play before you learn your lines.
3: I know the name of the play. I just can't say it. Why? We aren't allowed to say the name. It's an old theater superstition.
2: Hey, people and their superstitions around here. Did you know Mrs. Talwood always comes in with her right foot first? I have seen her stand just outside and take an extra half step so she can put her right foot in here first. Asked her about it, and she said it was her better foot. And so, she always puts her best foot forward when coming into a store. (laughs) Can you believe that? Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, maybe according to dandy logic. Anyway, the name of the play. I really can't say. It will do you good.
3: No, but I will write it down for you
2: that's probably okay oh really you guys are doing macbeth shh they'll hear you who the ghosts of all the performers
6: of theater's past
2: yeah now i think you're confusing dickens with shakespeare
6: double double toil and trouble fire burn and
2: cauldron bubble that sounds pretty good nice and creepy
6: it's cause I'm old, dear. Everything sounds creepy when you're old.
2: <laughs> Do you have to practice that
0: witchcraft here, Dawn?
6: The high school needed some adults to fill out the roles, so
2: Tracy's helping me memorize my lines. And it's not witchcraft. It's Shakespeare, Mrs. Kinders?
0: I'm well aware of Shakespeare, Tracy. I'm just saying, a good moral play never hurt anyone.
6: That's right. Anna Mae. Such a beautiful Virgin Mary last year.
0: Not sure how authentic the Virgin part was.
6: Oh, hush.
7: Filet of a finny Snake in the Cauldron Boil and Bake. Way to go,
2: Mrs. Shorter.
7: I used to love putting on plays as a kid, and the Scottish play was one of my favorites.
0: Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds to shake the darling buds of May, And summer's lease have all too short a
2: date. Mrs. Talwood, I never took you for a romantic.
0: That was lovely. I studied the bard one summer in high school and memorized some of his sonnets.
2: Do you know any more? Yes, that was so nice. Give us another one. It'll be a nice break from the doom and gloom of Mick. No, don't say it!
6: Why? The curse is very real, dear. Heed our warning. <sighs> baloney. Do another. Keep Tracy quiet. I don't know. I do know another one, but it's rather risque.
2: Oh, that's fine. Mrs. Kinders won't need as much rouge.
0: At least I have no first-hand experience with being
6: risque.
2: That's it. I am there.
6: Going. There, no need to do anything hasty. Um, go, go on, Mrs. Talwood. My soul
0: doth tell my body that he may triumph in love. Flesh stays no farther reason, but rising, that thy name doth point out thee as his triumphant prize. I, I can't say any more. Really, how they can print this stuff? That should be censored. It's Shakespeare. They can't censor
2: Shakespeare. He's a genius. What is this world coming to? He lived 400 years ago. And without him, we wouldn't have classics like Hamlet, Julius Caesar, Othello, Macbeth...
7: (gasps) Quick! Grab some salt! Throw it over your shoulder! Spin around three times and say at least one Our Father! Or was it three Hail Marys? Oh! Might as well
2: do both! Thank you, Mrs. Shorter, but I'm fine. I don't believe in all that stuff. I believe anyone can make themselves believe anything. If actors
6: believe a word is cursed, maybe they start seeing ghosts where there aren't
2: any.
0: Do not mention ghosts in this shop.
2: They're just words. Besides, I don't think eye of newt and toe of frog is a real spell.
0: I told you not to mess around with that stuff.
2: Cauldrons, indeed. I'll go check the fuse box. Hey, Bob. I'm looking for a fuse. Looks like we blew another one over at the Beauty and a few light bulbs with it.
8: A fuse, huh? Funny. Matt the Elder was over here not five minutes ago looking for the same thing.
2: When was the last time the electrical was updated in these buildings?
8: Pretty sure Kennedy was president.
2: (sighs) Yeah, it's a miracle they haven't blown before. So, uh, where can I find fuses? Let me draw you a map. So, you excited about the play?
8: Hmm? Oh, yeah. Mighty ambitious for a high school production. Matt the Younger's been practicing his lines for weeks.
2: He wasn't practicing when the fuses blew, was he?
8: (laughs) Matter of fact, he was. Now, what you need to do is head down aisle three. Take a left at the plunger display. Walk past the barbed wire. It'll be on your right. And then turn down the second aisle on the left, past the miracle Grow. Let me know if you need help fixing up the beauty.
2: Thanks. Uh, was that a right at the plunderous? A left. Right. I, I mean, thanks.
8: Not a problem.
2: Uh, when will you send out a search party if I don't make it back?
8: I close at five, so sometime around then, I guess.
2: Dad? Are you in there? Jed and Dawn are here to look for props for the high school play. You want to come out of your room for a bit and give us a hand?
1: That's all right, Tracy, honey. Yeah, I'll be in the way. But don't forget to check the basement. I moved a lot of your mother's old things down there.
2: Okay, Daddy, uh, let me know if you need anything. Any luck? Nope. Stubborn old shit. I thought for sure a chance to make fun of old stuff in the basement would lure him out.
6: It'll take time, hon. He lost a great love in his life. It takes time to recover from
2: that. It's been over a month. How long does he need?
4: Give him some time. He'll come out when he's ready.
2: What sort of things are you looking for?
6: Just some props to fill out the set, really. Anything that looks medieval. Oh, we have our feel of swords. Seems like everyone in this town owns a bayonet from some long-dead Civil War general
2: passed down through the generations. No swords. Got it.
4: Hmm. I don't think I've ever been down here.
2: Yeah, I never liked the old basement. Creaky, smells like mildew and dryer lint... As a kid, I always imagined eyes staring up at me from the bottom of the stairs whenever the lights were off.
4: Man, you have such an active imagination.
2: You're one to talk. Who was the one that convinced themselves there were little people living under the bleachers at the football field?
4: Oh, it was dark and creepy under there.
6: Hmm. What were you two doing under the bleachers?
4: Oh, I I would never... You never asked me she's not really uh,
2: uh yeah
4: and my type I, I mean not that i have a type i mean i know what he, i like I never
2: asked no and it was i,
4: I like totally girls I, 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 trace is a girl but i mean she's not really like the, the kind of girl that I I, I I don't happened. do weird things under bleachers
2: <laughs> yeah
6: well anyway i never had an issue with basements or bleachers but i tell you Mrs. Kinders has half the town on edge with her superstitions about this play. Pretty sure if Shakespeare lived in Dandy, we would have a good old-fashioned witch burning.
2: Too bad we can't do a live reenactment with Mrs. Kinders.
4: Tracy, you don't really mean that.
2: Hmm, depends on the day. Her Wednesday dress is really a crime against fashion.
4: Well, I... No, you're right there.
2: At least she stopped agitating the town against you. Okay, we really need to find Mrs. Kinder as a hobby. Why can't she be like other old people and take up knitting or Sudoku?
4: If it wasn't her, it would be someone else.
2: That's true. This is ridiculous. This town finally gets some culture, and she's got everyone thinking they summoned the devil with a soliloquy.
4: Can you blame them? Been a lot of odd stuff happening around here since rehearsal started.
2: <sighs> Not you, too, Jed.
4: All I'm saying is I've gotten some weird calls lately. People getting phone calls with no one on the other end. Random power outages. Dogs getting loose. Okay,
2: loose dogs hardly seems like a reason to
4: raise the alarm. The Pickles old hound. That dog doesn't run for nothing but the smell of bacon. But yesterday, Bob thought he saw him chasing a squirrel through the park. Only, there was no squirrel.
6: People always go for the superstition. What What? is it? What happened?
2: Bones! Bones! Jed!
4: (laughs) 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 Plastic. Just plastic. Dad
2: always did love Halloween.
4: Although I think we found a good skull if they ever decide to do Hamlet. Alas, poor Yorick.
6: (laughs) Tracy. Can I open these boxes? They've got your mom's name on them.
2: Oh, yeah. It's fine.
4: Hey, here's a fog machine.
2: My parents have a fog machine? Oh, what the actual...
4: Could you use it for the Scottish play?
2: Really, Jed, can we just call it mixed Don't! Guys, it's just a silly superstition.
4: That's what people say about the full moon, but I swear, I get more calls that night every month.
6: I think it's just better not to tempt fate.
2: Hey Don. You still wanna run lines before the show tonight? Oh. Uh oh no. Um I'm sorry to hear that. Uh hope you feel better. Drink some tea? Okay. Uh bye bye. What's wrong? Don has food poisoning. She thinks it's from a new dish she tried it, and that's a bacon grease surprise.
0: That's another one for this foolishness.
2: A megpan? Uh-uh! Oh, for crying out loud. The Scottish play is not cursed. It's all just coincidence, that's all. I don't believe in curses. There, see? However.
0: I do believe in folks meddling in things they shouldn't. You know, not two days ago, Matt the Younger Mia broke his toe rehearsing a fight scene. Someone said that name too many times on stage.
3: Is Miss Dawn here?
0: Not
2: today. What's up, Ashley?
3: Well, I need to talk to her about the play. I haven't been
2: feeling very well and- I don't tell me you tried the bacon grease surprise too. What? Dawn has food poisoning. Ugh, she's so lucky.
3: No, I mean, I haven't been feeling well about my part. I'm thinking about giving it to my understudy. Uh, Why would you want to give away your part? You're Lady Macbeth. Ugh, Lady Macmurder. She's horrible. I don't even get to kiss Matt.
0: Uh, you thought... (laughs) Is that why you signed up? No. Yes. Thank the Lord they're not doing Romeo and Juliet,
2: as if young people need more ideas. Lady Macbeth is a villain. That's a fun role. Look who's talking. And you are going to have a fabulous hairstyle, courtesy of moi. I know, but
3: I have a problem with one of my lines.
2: Memorizing? Mm,
3: Saying. What's the line? Out, out, darn spot. Hmm
2: i believe it's out out damn spot
3: exactly have you never said
0: a cuss word
3: nope my mama always said coarse language is for people with small vocabularies
0: how wise your mama is
3: i mean i don't mind when other people swear it's just that i don't swear but my drama teacher says i can't change the lines because it's shakespeare
2: well as one who has never had any trouble saying any words, I will help you. Okay. It's like ripping off a band-aid. You just gotta say it the first time and then it's easy.
0: Corrupting the youth.
2: Out. Out. Damn spot. Oh, n- no. Not you, Mrs. Kinders. You can stay. How generous. Ashley, say it with me this time. Ready? Okay. Out. 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 Damn spot. Well, that obviously didn't work. Um... Okay, how about this? Pretend you're just saying damn, like the kind on a river. Like the Hoover Dam? See? (gasps) You did it! Now you just have to think of it like that when you say your lines tonight.
3: Out, out, Hoover Dam spot. Huh, got it. Something like that. Well, I gotta go. Need to eat dinner before the show.
2: Uh, don't eat anything with the words surprise in it. I don't believe in curses, but I do believe in botulism.
9: I'm telling you, this production is cursed. We're behind schedule because of the power outages, my lead actress can't say her most famous line, and now my witch has food poisoning. Witches are supposed to do the poisoning, not get poisoned. Look, there
2: has to be something we can do. The kids
9: have worked really hard for this. And I wonder who they have to blame for it falling apart, Hmm. Okay, I get it. I cursed it. What do you want me to do? Is there some kind of anti-curse? A blessing? Yeah. The only blessing right now would be having enough theater-minded people in this town to have an understudy for Dawn, but I don't see that happening.
2: Understudy. That's it. I've got this. Dad? Hey, I'm headed off to the high school to get ready for the show. You coming? Tickets are like eight bucks, but I could probably sneak you in as a makeup assistant or something.
1: That's all right, Trace. I'm kinda tired tonight.
2: You sure? It's bound to be a disaster, should be fun. Mrs. Shorter's filling in for Dawn, and I don't think she's read Macbeth in, like, 50 years.
1: Macbeth? Didn't you do that one in high school?
2: Nope, that was your least favorite child. I did kiss me Kate, but they thought I was too sour for Kate and kicked me out. As
1: <laughs> <Well, that's> right. <laughs> Are you sure your brother did Macbeth?
2: Yeah. He was really good, too, unfortunately. You don't remember? We all went out to Matt's for ice cream afterwards.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. And been a long few years. Yeah. Uh, before you go, here's something I found in your mom's boxes today. It's got your name on it.
2: Huh. It's wrapped like a present. Uh... Well, I'm running late, but I'll open it when I get back.
1: Okie doke. Tell Mrs. Shorter to break a leg.
2: Yeah, the way things are going, that just might happen.
9: Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight for Dandy's high school production of The Scottish play. I know the students and our volunteers have worked hard to keep this production going.
7: I don't know how I let you talk me into this. No going back now. Curtain's about to go up. Don't remind me. I'm gonna be sick.
2: I thought you said you've done this before.
7: Of course. As a kid. In front of my dolls. Well, um,
2: just pretend
7: the audience is dolls. Well, that's creepy. And besides,
2: what if people laugh at me? They're not going to laugh. Look, what's the phrase? The show must go on.
7: (sighs) The show must go on.
2: You can do this. Do it for Dawn.
7: I can do this. I can do this. I can't do this. I really am going to be
9: sick. Here, take the cauldron. Without further ado... The Scottish
2: Play. Well, Mom, the show went on. Barely. It was the most chaotic, barely held together disaster I have ever seen. You would have hated it, or loved it, one of the two. Mrs. Shorter had to rush off the stage three times to throw up, Ashley played the sweetest, kindest Lady Macbeth ever to grace the stage. And to top it all off, the flats fell over because they weren't screwed down. But I could have sworn sometime in Act 3 I saw dad standing against the back wall. Uh, He was gone by the time the show was over and home before I got back. He'd probably hate if I confronted him about it. But I am glad he got to see it. I hope it made him laugh. Well, I guess I should open this thing. Hmm. Did you forget to give me a birthday gift or something? Oh, wow. It's your music box. I remember. This used to sit on your dresser, and you kept Grandma's brooches on top. I wasn't allowed to touch it, but I looked at it all the time. You'd crank it for me, and I'd watch the ballerina spin around. But I never knew it was kept in the drawer. Huh. Let me see. Oh stuck. Of course. Maybe there really is something to this curse.
5: Fine and Dandy is a Fountain City Films production, created and produced by Adam Bova and directed by Danielle M. Thompson. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to Fine and Dandy on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to audio shows. Starring Alina Grace as Tracy, Brandon Wetch as Jed, Ellen Clements as Mrs. Kinders, Justin D. Clements as Paul, Tom O'Brien as Mr. Danvers, Francis Mitchell as Mrs. Tallwood, Gina Dobson as Mrs. Shorter, Jennifer Hines-Pyle as Dawn, Chris Corkolo as The Preacher, Peyton Julie Houseman as Ashley, Dave Hobbs as Bob, Nathaniel Barton as Rich, and additional voices by Katie Wetch. Today's episode was written by Brianna L. Capo, Danielle M. Thompson, and Adam Bova. Additional material by Kent Corbin, Chelsea Nettleton, and Bruna Vellella. The theme music was created and performed by Chelsea Nettleton, and additional music by Artlist. For behind-the-scenes content, like our Facebook page, Fine and Dandy.